one. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. This is our Super Bowl preview edition. I'm going to be analyzing the uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, so let's just get right into it. I mean, the first game, the Bucks defeat the Packers in, you know, a pretty not surprising, but, con- you know, there were some controversial decisions in this game for sure. Um, 31 to 26 Bucks. Um, going on, you know, Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl, and who else but Tom Brady to be the first quarterback in his own home stadium in the Super Bowl? I mean, it's only right. But, um, yeah, I, I think the, the Packers really had every chance to win this game. Um, you know, you were on fourth and goal from, from the eight-yard line with over two minutes, and you don't go for it. Like, after your defense has made three consecutive stops on Tom Brady, which really never happens, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the thought process there, but um, yeah. What do you have to say about this game, Liam? Uh, yeah, I think diving into it. I remember last week I was talking about, I think the run game was going to be the issue for this thing, but that was not the case. It was the pass rush for these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You see Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul combining for five sacks, which is huge. You know, this has been an offensive line that's been, you know, known as one of the best ones in the league, but you, everyone's got to realize, they keep talking about that, but you don't realize David Bakhtiari's been out. Their star left tackle who's getting paid like he's a top quarterback in this league. I mean, they have a really good interior, but when it comes down to it, the Bucks aren't getting pressure on the interior. They're getting pressure on the outside. And that's why they're able to stop Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald rushes from the inside. So uh, great game from those guys, but uh, definitely um, a good performance by this receiving core. I mean, Mike Evans was able to get a touchdown in there, but Chris Godwin, as much as those stats said five receptions for 110 yards, he was a little shaky out there. He did have a lot of drops on nine targets, but um, hopefully Antonio Brown will be back for the Super Bowl. I assume so. He's got some time to uh, get healthy, but um, definitely you need to see a better performance out of Ronald Jones if it's going to have a chance again against the Chiefs. But Leonard Fournette, you know, channeling that inner LSU side of himself uh, with that big run with the spin move and breaking off those tackles. So, yeah, um, I think the story, I'm going to make a bold prediction again. I think Tampa Bay, it's going to be that defense that's going to tell the story. I know Mitchell Schwartz is out and Eric Fisher, you know, he has his good games. He has his bad games. So if they're able to get after Patrick Mahomes, uh, it'll be a game that might favor Tampa Bay. No, Eric, Eric Fisher's out. Um, oh. I, yeah, I think I think they're both out, to be honest. Yeah, Schwartz is on the IR, so they're both out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be tough. Um, especially on the outside. Carson, you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, the Bucks. you know, they did, like, just enough. I don't – their defense, you know, I don't think they have, like, a crazy elite defense, but they just have a lot of guys that, you know, a lot of playmakers, just a lot of, like, explosive guys on the defense. Um, but it's just sad to see uh, we kind of got robbed of, like, what could have been, like, an elite Rodgers comeback or just, like, an elite, like, football moment, you know. Um, just the decision to go for a field goal was just, you know, just really, like, head-scratching. I mean, like – you know, even if you don't convert, you still you still need a touchdown anyways. Like, they needed a touchdown even after the field goal. So, just go for it, man. I mean, it's the NFC Championship. You know, just go for it, man. Um, so, that was pretty disappointing. Um, Rodgers, I know, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, putting the blame on the defense or and anyone else. But I think, you know, Rodgers definitely deserves, um, you know, a little bit of slander. He, you know, he had the opportunity to win the game multiple times and uh, just didn't capitalize, um, sadly. Um, and then, you know, obviously the Packers def- defense, they got three picks, but really their secondary was like pretty sketchy the whole game. I mean, Evans, 
Evans sold him out on a you know a few drops. Uh, you know, Kevin King was just getting burned every play. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to Brady. It's just insane. Like, you know, him and LeBron just kind of parallel, just like equally just as great. Like the fact they're getting, you know, to 10 championships is just so this incredible. And uh, you know, who I don't even know how long he can keep doing this. Like it, it seems like Brady could do this for another five years, you know, like it's just insane. And the yeah, the fact that he's like playing in his home stadium too, it's like, of course he is. Like, of course Brady gets that luxury. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to see uh, what they do against the Chiefs. And Fisher missing is a huge, huge bonus for the for the Bucks, and I think will definitely like affect the line uh, a little bit. Yeah, I think you're also just uh, looking over at the Green Bay Packers. It's going to be an interesting offseason. Obviously, Jordan Love was drafted in the first round. I don't think they're going to go to him at all. But I mean, when anything like this happens, you know, Aaron Rodgers trade rumors starting to surge. You know. People saying that he could go to the 49ers and making all these stories. Uh, but I don't really believe any of it. I do think they'll part ways with Aaron Jones' offseason. Obviously, A.J. Dillon's basically uh, three inches shorter but 10 pounds heavier than Derrick Henry, which is pretty crazy to think. But um, this team just needs some more receiving talent. I mean, MVS is a solid wide receiver three. And that's – Lazard's a wide receiver three or four sometimes. But, I mean, Devonta Adams was pretty well held in check this game. I mean, nine receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. So it'll be interesting to see where this team goes this offseason. Um, I know everyone was praising Matt LaFour going into this game, and now he's lost all these NFC championships. So um, it'll be interesting for the Packers going into next year. But um, I would say if Aaron Jones does leave, uh, look for his value and fancy to go up and look for A.J. Dillon to get up in value because – that guy's going to be able to be crazy on the goal line out there. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Jones is a star. Like He is a star running back, a star fantasy running back. Um, you know, obviously, like, the last couple of years, it's been, like, free Aaron Jones because we know, like, how talented he is. Yeah, if he gets his own team, it it, like, it could be dangerous. It could be, like, a couple of seasons ago all over again. But I, I don't think Rodgers is going to leave. But, I mean, I definitely love the idea of him going to another team just because I don't really see how, you know, of course, the receiving talent, but I just don't see what they can do to put themselves over the edge, you know, against like a healthy 49ers team. If the Saints, you know, figure out their quarterback situation because, you know, overall their team, uh, it, you know, is, is really stacked. Um, and I just don't see like, you know, what else can put them over the top uh, compared to these other like NFC contenders. And then, of course, the Bucks next year, you know, the Bucks, uh, you know, Brady's a year older, but they're still going to be good. Um, so I just don't really see how they're going to, get to that Super Bowl mark. I just still see them as, you know, a player or two away. Yeah, I mean, I would say they were pretty much right there. I mean, Devontae Adams dropped a pass in the end zone. Um, this Saints was their Brown, best chance. So this the, yeah. this was like their best chance the last this few years. It. Um, you know, St. Brown dropped the two-point conversion, which was crucial in that, in that fourth and goal decision. Because if you make that two-point conversion, you know, then that field goal doesn't look that bad. But now, because you didn't get the touchdown and you didn't get that two point, now you know you're really down bad. But I think you just yeah. really need a coach, you know, with with the balls to take those risks like that. You know, Arians had a really good quote after the game. He said, "We didn't come here to not take the chances to win the game," which I think isn't really isn't really the game plan that Lafleur was implementing throughout. He was kind of you know relying on the defense. Don't put too much pressure on Rodgers in clutch time, which. You really should because he's literally probably one of the greatest clutch time quarterbacks of all time. And you're out here relying on guys like Kevin King and Adrian Amos to make these plays for you 
you know, down the stretch when, I mean, Amos had that big pick, but, um, you know, a lot of people like to blame King for the, for the, uh, I think it was a PI or a holding call um, that they say, ultimately that's what lost them the game, but no, that's not what lost them the game. You know, the game was chippy the whole time. That one, you know, that was an obvious call. Um, and that was the right call. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's just the decision-making. They really didn't, they really made some crucial errors down the stretch. Um, and I don't think the Buccaneers secondary was really all that great. Um, Murphy bunting was pretty much, you know, handsy the entire game. Um, Carlton Davis was getting cooked on routes by Devontae Adams on the inside, on the outside all day. He, you know, Devontae Adams had like two, three steps on him the whole game. They pretty much had to double. Um, and they didn't even have Antoine Winfield. They had mm-hmm. Edwards out there starting at, at safety. You know, now Antoine Winfield's going to be in the Super Bowl and and the Buccaneers secondary is just going to be that much better. But yeah, I mean, for the Packers, this was literally it. Like, this was like, this reminds me of the um, the Rockets-Warriors championship like two years ago where it was literally the Rockets right there, but they just couldn't get to it. They had every chance to win, man. Every chance. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the Chiefs, defeating the Bills in a pretty, you know, Chiefs fashion, 38-24. You know, they play play Chiefs football. They play fast. They hit hard. You know, they make big plays. And Mahomes is going to shine the way he always shines. Um, You know, the secondary looked great. There was pretty much no pressure on on Mahomes. They had one sack. Um, But now Eric Fisher's out. So we'll see how, you know, JPP and uh, Shaq Barrett tear up that O-line of the Chiefs. But – I'll start with you this time, Carson. What do you have to say about this game? Um, yeah, of course, you touched on it. Like, the Chiefs played amazing. But I think starting with the Bills, I think a few things stuck out. One was just, you know, Allen just didn't look as as comfortable as he has uh, all season. You know, that was, like, the big thing with him this year. He just looks way more under control, way more, uh, you know, not not nervous, not worried this whole season. I think, you know, that showed a little bit this game, you know, just probably because, you know, it's AFC Championship game. Um, so he didn't look as good as he was all season. Another thing, um, you know, just Kansas City's secondary was like playing, you know, pretty solid. I mean, Diggs was only held to, you know, 77 yards, which is still like a lot for most guys, but not really for Diggs. Um, and then just their defense. I mean, they have a ton of stars on defense, but it just wasn't really showing at all. And of course, you're going up against the Chiefs, who are, you know, one of the greatest offenses, like probably of all time. They're going to go down, but you know, still with the playmakers that they have and like, you know, the ability we know that they can play at, you you expect them to at least like, you know, have Mahomes struggle a little bit, you know, make it a little tough on him. And it wasn't as all, it wasn't at all like Mahomes was able to do whatever he wanted out there. And, uh, you know, with the Bills, you know, I think this season's a win regardless, you know, yeah, they lost the Chiefs, but they're super young. They're going to be around for the you know, next few years and Allen's just going to keep growing. And, uh, but one thing for sure is got to improve that defense a little bit, add a couple more, more guys maybe switch up coordinators because I think that's uh you know a, a pretty big flaw that we saw and also just the field goals I mean you know only a couple touchdowns like you got to just go for it. you got to get those touchdowns against the Chiefs like that's you know we talk about the Packers you know not risking it that's another thing like you know to beat these teams you you got to risk a little bit you know that's how you're going to win big and they just didn't do any of that yeah, I guess kind of to add on to it, talking about you're saying this team needs to add defense. I think they got to add a running game. I mean, Josh Allen, seven rushes for 88 yards. You got to realize 
as good as that is for a quarterback, it's a totally different game. You know, when Josh Allen's out there, they're not stacking the box because they're afraid Josh Allen's going to run. You know, those put a QB spy on him. They need to get, you know, I think Aaron Jones would be the perfect back guy in there. You know, someone that can be a, a three-down back out there, which would be perfect for this team. I mean, it'd be great if they could steal that from, you know, the Packers. But um, continuing looking at this, though, I mean, I think everyone watched – if you watched the game at all, I remember – ton of us were down in the dining hall at my school. We're all watching it. And McCole Harbinasi gets that punt and then just muffles it. And then they score a touchdown. We're like, wow, like, is this game, like, are the Chiefs going to lose here? Then McCole Harbin goes out there, gets a touchdown, goes out there, gets a big 50-yard run. It's just as much as people say, don't bet against Brady, how are you not going to bet against, how are you going to bet against Mahomes? I mean, this offense, we were talking about it in our group chat, the little three of us. We're saying, like, Tyreek Hill, you know, as good as Devontae Adams is, Devontae Adams is, you know, way better route runner. You could say he's even a better receiver, but Tyreek Hill is the biggest X factor, I would have to say, in football. This man can take off the top of the defense. I don't care how fast you are. He's going to find a way to beat you with speed. And if you go over the – you have to go watch him over the top, you got Travis Kelsey. You got tons of people. And you got to look at the stats of this game. You know, nine receptions for 172 yards, and that 71-yard catch by Tyreek Hill was absolutely crazy. I think 102 yards – uh, total r- running on that route. But, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey, 13 receptions for 118 yards and seven t- and, and uh, two TDs, just absolutely crazy. You know, hopefully we can see Clyde Edwards-Lair, you know, end up getting in that run game. I know uh, Daryl Williams was the one that got involved here. But uh, I think the key for the Chiefs is just, you know, to stay potent on offense and make sure that that defense, that secondary is strong enough to go against these Bucks wide receivers. Because, you know, do they have a guy that can shut down Mike Evans? You know, Mike Evans has gone against in the playoffs so far, he just went against Jair Alexander. He went against who was the one that who did just play before this? Uh, the Saints. Oh, so the Saints. Yeah, the Lattimore. Saints. So Lattimore. So Lattimore. Yeah. So he's been going against some big guys. And as good as Legarius Sneed says, you know, the analytics say he is, how are you going to stop Mike Evans? Mike Evans has been, you know, notorious for being a big red zone threat. And then if Chris Godwin has his hand safe and you still got Brown out there, I – I think I'm, I hope the over hits on this game goes way over. I feel like it's going to be an offensive explosion, but you know, when it comes down to it, it's going to be, you know, can the big players for the defenses make plays? Can Devin White continue to play like how he's been playing in the playoffs? Can Tyron Matthew show why he's one of the most, you know, the best safeties in the league? It's going to be interesting to see, you know, and obviously playoff Frank Clark likes to make his thing. It's going to be the, you know, the rushing attacks. I mean, the uh, pass rushing attacks, you know, can Frank Clark get after the, I mean, get after Brady, and can JPP and Shaq Barrett just cause mayhem for um, Patty Mahomes? So it's going to be an interesting game. I'm super stoked for it. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, going back to what you said about the, the muff punt, you know, the Chiefs really have that that next play mentality where even when they do make an error, which is pretty rare for the Chiefs to make, it's kind of like, you know, short memory, we just move on to the next play. And, you know, you saw that. You know, it looked like they have been here before because they have. You know, they look like the better team. Um, I don't think it's really anything bad against the Bills. I mean, the Bills played, you know, a hell of a game. They had a great season. Um, shout out Cole Beasley uh, playing through a broken leg. It came out after the game that he had a broken leg um, since last week. But, um, yeah, I mean, you just you just got to appreciate, you know, Mahomes' greatness. I really think, you know, the Bucks have what it takes to beat, to beat him. But then again, it's Mahomes. You know, he could just pull anything out of his bag at any moment. Um and yeah, just the front fours are going to be the biggest story because they've both got elite front fours. Um, and yeah, I mean, you see it here. You got the stars. 
on each side, and it's gonna it's gonna be a great game. Who y'all got? Who y'all got though? Uh, I'll take my Please. prediction here. I'm thinking it's Patty Mahomes. It's going to be, the, you know, the big front page title is going to be handing off the torch, you know, easily the greatest quarterback I think that we've seen him accomplish wise versus someone that everyone views as the guy that's going to take the throne for in a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to yeah, bet against same him. Man. Uh, yeah, but, oh, sorry. you know, I feel like, I feel like he's going to, he's going to stick with, with Scotty Miller most of the game. I just have a feeling it's going to be like that Super Bowl a few years ago where it was literally Edelman all day. Uh, I feel like he's going to do that same thing with Scotty Miller, but um, I've got to take the Chiefs. You just – you can't – I just cannot take the Chiefs. Sorry, Carson, go ahead. No, no, you're chilling. Yeah, bro, same. I like the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, this is – the Bucks are definitely, I think, the most built and equipped to, like, play the Chiefs and, po- like, potentially beat them uh, for sure. But, I mean, you know, Brady – like, Brady, you know, Brady's been great, but he still, like, I mean, three picks against uh, – you know, the Packers, he's, you know, he's been solid, but Mahomes has just been, like, otherworldly, you know, especially against the Bills. He was great. And I just, uh, I don't know, I just like them just a little bit more. They're just, like, the more elite version of the Bucks. I feel like. And, uh, obviously, you mentioned, you know, the Bucks, uh pass rush, but I think, you know, with Mahomes, you know, his ability to run, it's just, you know, you can have the best pass rush, I'd still take Mahomes. Like, um, so I like the Chiefs for sure. I don't know, like – if I don't really think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll still be relatively close, but, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to get like a nail biter. I think it, it, sh- it should be the Chiefs, you know, pretty solidly by like a touchdown or, or so. Yeah. If not, it's, it's going to be the Buccaneers. Either, either team getting blown out. I could see the Buccaneers, though, like you guys were saying, sneaking away with a win. You know, Tom Brady just, you know, showing that age is just a number in this situation. Pause, obviously. But it's just a number for everyone saying he's this old quarterback that's washed. You know, that's what everyone was saying. I mean, everyone has seen the infamous, you know, Max Kellerman take when he says, I think it was in 2018, that he's going to fall off a cliff. You know, I think it was right (laughs) after that uh, championship. Or I think when they lost to the Eagles, he said, you know, he's done for. And then just look at what he's done now. He went in the offseason. He went. He goes down to Tampa, replaced Jameis Winston, you know, who had the interesting 30-30 season. And then I look where he is now. He brought, he's brought all this to Tampa Bay, and I think it's just going to be one of the. I expect it to be one of the most memorable Super Bowls we've seen in a while. If it's that thirteen to three Rams thing, I'm throwing a TV out the window. It's definitely yeah. like the most star-studded Super Bowl we've had in a minute. I mean, Brady, like Brady. You know, Mahomes, this is practically like if LeBron and Kobe played in the finals, yeah. you know, like this is like elite stuff. Like this is like we're witnessing greatness at like its highest. I would say it's more like if if Jordan were to play Kobe. Yeah, probably because it's the well, age yeah, difference. Yeah, but like, if but that, I see what you're like, saying. I see what you're saying. Have, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I really like the aesthetic of, of the Super Bowl, you know, the storyline behind it, you know, you got, you know, the old veteran that's done this it's you know it's his 10th championship and then you've got Mahomes who's you know the only loss he's taken in the playoffs was to Brady so uh-huh it's it's interesting if Mahomes gets if he gets this like he is well like he's on the same path that Brady was on like, Brady yep and I'm just exactly. I'm interested to see like what it's gonna look like is is it gonna be like Brady where like he started off early and then had like you know, a span where he wasn't winning. And then, you know, the second half of his career is like another dynasty or is it just going to be like full di- – I'm just like so – I love I this think juicy. As long I'm just as like, he has Tyreek Hill, they're set. 
Yeah, Long exactly. Tyreek and Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey's, I think, 30 or 31 right now, so it's going to be interesting. You know, a couple years down the line, they're going to run the problem. Mitchell Schwartz is going to retire. Eric Fisher is going to retire. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. You know, they'll definitely be able to draft well, but it'll be interesting. You know, there's always going to be road bumps in the dynasty. You know, Mahomes might end up going down with like a season injury, you know, a freak accident. And then they have the year that they rebuild, but then, you know, they'll get a pick or something like that. So, yeah, obviously, knock on wood. Don't ever want to see anyone get hurt out there. But, um, no, yeah, I mean, this AFC is going to be an interesting one just going forward, you know, seeing, you know, can the Dolphins, you know, go after Deshaun Watson and, you know, now I've got an elite quarterback with this, like, you know, elite defense and some wide receivers, yeah, you know, that can take up take a step up there. So, and then Austin, you still got the Bills who are going to be running that AFC East, in my idea, for a while. And then that AFC North is going to be, like, scary, you know, especially if Pittsburgh can get a quarterback to be able to throw those young receivers. And then, obviously, the Browns and uh, the Ravens. And even, you know, Cincinnati, if they can find the right coach for Burrow into those guys, it's going to be interesting couple years yeah the future of the AFC is like really good like there's a lot of teams that I think are like a couple players away from like being able to like at least compete on the same level as the Chiefs I mean yeah wherever what like if Watson ends up going to the Dolphins or even like you know like the Colts are like a, a good quarterback away from I think being able to compete as well like yeah it's exciting man yeah well that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Coast to Coast podcast We'll be back next week with a special video for you guys. Not going to spoil it yet, but we will be back. This is Jose signing out.